Welcome to the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Miles. The Free Lawyer Podcast is designed for the lawyer, entrepreneur, or professional who is in some way unfulfilled, stressed, or stuck, and is looking for something better. We will discuss various blocks that limit us from achieving the personal freedom that we all desire, but have not yet fully experienced. And we will give actionable steps to free yourself from them. Are you looking to achieve a new level of success? If so, this podcast is for you. Hey, everybody. Thank you to episode 53 of the Free Lawyer Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you who are listening to this. It, it means so much to me, and I, I thank you for that. What I want to talk to di- about today is uh, the concept of emotional intelligence. What is emotional intelligence, and why is it important? Have you ever had a situation where there was a crisis at your work, someone made a mistake, and the boss goes ballistic, he gets very angry, he screams, he reacts rashly, he blames the person who was at fault, um, and he never saw his part in it, whatever that might have been. Or by contrast, same scenario. Have you ever seen the leader respond thoughtfully, is empathetic with the person who might have made the mistake, who focuses on finding a solution, incorporates the team into what can we do to rectify this problem and help so it doesn't happen again in the future? You know, what's the difference between those two responses to the same situation? It's what's frequently called emotional intelligence. And today in this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain what emotional intelligence is, what its characteristics are, how someone behaves when they are acting with low emotional intelligence, how emotional intelligence benefits us, and most importantly, how do we develop our skills of emotional intelligence? So let's begin with this. You know, what is emotional intelligence? It's a phrase we all have heard bandied around a lot, emotional intelligence. What does it mean? Some people call it EI. It refers to our ability to understand and manage our own emotions and of others we interact with. People with a high degree of emotional intelligence understand what they're feeling, what their emotions mean, and how these emotions affect people around them. You know, when we have good emotional intelligence, we understand, use, and manage our own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, to communicate more effectively, to empathize with others, to withstand challenges, to resolve conflicts. See, emotional intelligence helps us to build stronger relationships. It helps us be more successful in our profession and to achieve our career goals. It promotes our being more aware of our own feelings and how to use those feelings and emotions with others to create results. It helps us to understand the emotions of other people and to handle them appropriately. See, we take action for our own personal vision and make responsible choices about what matters most to us when we act with emotional intelligence. What are the most important attributes of emotional intelligence? The first is what we call self-management. 
We control our emotions and we respond appropriately to the emotions of others. We restrain the urge to react impulsively or rashly. We're flexible. We adapt to different circumstances as they are presented. And, and we seldom verbally attack others. We don't make rash or emotional decisions and we don't jump to conclusions. In other words, we keep our emotions under control. Self-awareness. You recognize our own emotions and we understand how they affect our feelings and our actions. You know, we understand ourselves. We understand what we're feeling and why. We know our strengths and our weaknesses and, and we have self-confidence. We're aware of how we feel. We understand how our emotions and how our actions affect those around us. We have a good understanding of our strengths and our weaknesses, and we respond to situations with humility instead of arrogance or blame. Three, motivation. A person with high emotional intelligence is usually highly motivated and has a real passion for personal development. We're driven to accomplish our personal goals of success. We want to satisfy our visions, and not so much because of making money or a title or recognition, but because it helps us to grow individually. Four, empathy. A person with high emotional intelligence is blessed with great empathy. We consider and empathize with the feelings and emotions of those around us. We think how we would feel and how we would respond if we were in their shoes. We're not self-centered. We understand the emotions of the other person. We imagine how they may, may feel and we're compassionate about the circumstances they are experiencing. We don't judge them. We're aware that we're all doing our best with the circumstances we face. We're all walking our own journey. Five, social skills. A person with emotional intelligence maintains good relationships with other people, communicates clearly, works well as part of a team, inspires other people, and knows how to manage and resolve conflict. We're adept at active listening, and we know how to develop a connection with those around us. Maintaining good eye contact, listening carefully, having a welcoming body language. We know how to be open and receptive to others. We understand the needs of others and what their concerns are when there's a situation of conflict. And we're good at managing change and resolving those conflicts. We lead others by example. We know how to get others to support us and to embrace change and growth. So those are some of the main attributes of emotional intelligence. Self-management, managing our own emotions. Self-awareness, being aware of what we're feeling and why motivation, empathy with others, and skills to really develop relationships with others. What are some examples of high emotional intelligence? A person with high emotional intelligence accepts constructive criticism. When someone says, you know, I looked at what you drafted and I think it'd be better to do it this way. Or I watched you at the deposition and um, I think it'd been better if you asked this question or went down this line instead. And we accept that as a way to learn and grow. We're responsible in managing our tasks. We don't judge others. You know, we all have our failings, but a person with emotional intelligence doesn't spend any time 
judging other people. We understand why we take certain actions and why we feel certain ways. Person with high emotional intelligence is a great listener, openly shares her feelings, knows how to say no when that's the right answer. When you make a mistake, you understand it, you learn from it, and you move forward. You grow from each of those mistakes. You find solutions to problems that satisfy the needs of the different parties. You're adept at resolving conflict. You're empathetic with others. Wow, isn't that awesome? I mean, wouldn't we all? Doesn't that sound like perfection? Doesn't that sound like we all strive for? Well, let's contrast that with low emotional intelligence. As you'll see, you know, we all have been this way sometimes and 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 perhaps um, it's certainly experienced with other people. And let me just say up front, there's no one who's perfect at high emotional intelligence and no one who's terrible at low emotional intelligence. We, we all are a blend of those. And this really is a goal of how we can change and grow to become better at what we do. So what does low emotional intelligence looks like? You know, what are the characteristics of a person with low emotional intelligence? They're highly opinionated. A person with lower emotional intelligence thinks he's always right. He frequently argues with other people. He's not interested in listening to your opinions. He's not good ex at expressing emotions and responding to the opinions or feelings of other people. He has difficulty learning and growing from his own mistakes. Mistakes really get him down. He's insensitive. Person with low emotional intelligence is that person who always um, just doesn't care or doesn't say the right thing to other people when they're having a problem. He says all the wrong things at all the wrong times. He makes jokes that are completely inappropriate. He's unaware of the feelings of other people. And when they're expressed to him, he lacks any empathy for them. He, he also lives in blame. He's never accountable for his own actions. He's always looking for someone else to point the figure at, someone else to blame. Nothing, nothing is ever his fault. He always wants to be right. He's the first person to point the finger at someone else. Often, a person with low emotional intelligence lacks in motivation. He has a hard time handling challenges that are given to him and, and coping with emotional situation. He hides his feelings. He doesn't respond well to the circumstances with which he's confronted. When something goes wrong, he tends to quit. He's emotionally explosive. This is one of those people who flies off the handle. He can't manage his own emotions. When he's upset, he explodes emotionally and negatively. He has uncontrollable emotional outburst. He's easily triggered and easily upset. When things don't go his way, he's quite bothered and frequently manifests that in an emotional tirade. He does not understand what he is feeling or why. Self-centered. A person with low emotional intelligence always wants to be the center of attention. He thinks he's better than everybody else. He always wants to tell you how good he is. His achievements are always better than yours. He wants to do most of the talking and it's almost always about himself. He's not interested in asking about you or how you're doing or how you're feeling. And because of all these reasons, not surprising a person with low emotional intelligence has relationship problems. See, he cannot develop an emotional connection with another person. So he tends to have very few friends. His relationships frequently are unsuccessful and short-lived. 
You know, so let's contrast these two. Person with high emotional intelligence manages his emotions, is self-aware, is motivated, lives in empathy, and develops great relationships with people around him. And a person with low emotional intelligence is highly opinionated, insensitive, blames others, is unmotivated, emotionally explosive, self-centered, and has poor relationships. Wow. Don't we all know what we want? We want greater emotional intelligence. You know, we see the benefits of living like that. We'll perform better in our career and we're more successful. We'll feel better physically and mentally. We'll have stronger relationships. We'll feel fulfilled, successful, happy. We'll connect with other people and the world around us. You know, don't we all want to achieve that? You know, so how can we do that? You know, for me, this has really been a lifetime. Um, you know, back in the day, I lived in judgment of others. Uh, I didn't handle their feelings or emotions so well. Um, I, I wasn't comfortable in conflict. And, and yet, you know, over many years, I've learned how to develop a set of tools that helps me to, to live with greater emotional intelligence. And why? It's because I feel better. I feel happier. I feel more free. I feel more successful. I feel more fulfilled. Um, it's not just because I want to you know, be a nice guy. It's not about that at all. It's about creating my own personal freedom. So here are ways in which we all can build greater emotional intelligence. First, reflect before responding. You know, when we're presented with a challenge, make a conscious choice to step back to pause and to reflect, you know, don't quickly react. You know, I used to do that all the time. Someone would come and present something to me and, and I immediately want to jump down their throat and respond. But instead, don't quickly react, you know, evaluate your own emotions and those of the other party. When you have that strong emotion, consider why you're feeling that way. Understanding your own emotions increases your emotional awareness. And then think about how those emotions will influence your decisions and behaviors. And then, only then, choose an appropriate response, one that you want. Two, practice empathy. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. Try to understand what they're feeling and why. Consider how you would feel if you were in their circumstances. Express your understanding of their feelings. Three, develop your listening skills. To really understand what the person is feeling, you have to first pay attention, close attention, listen carefully, look them in, your, in the eyes, have an open, welcoming posture, pay attention, pay attention, and listen carefully to what they're saying and, and observe their body language, which often will tell you a lot about their feelings. Be accountable, this is four, be accountable and responsible. If you make a mistake, own up to it. Accept responsibility for your own failings or your choices that didn't work out well. Don't blame others. What was your piece in it? What did you do? Five, commit to your goals. Understand where you wanna to get to and why. Know that there will be challenges along the way and understand that you can learn and grow from each of those setbacks and challenges. Six, 
praise often. Compliment others when appropriate. Say something nice. Learn how to praise others when it's deserved. Seven, be mindful. Be aware of the emotions and feelings of others and of yourself. Be present and open to both understanding your feelings and of those around you. Focus your attention on the present moment without any judgment. Eight, learn from your mistakes. You know, if you handled something wrong or you didn't respond appropriately, consider what happened. What can you learn from it? How can you grow from it? Reflect on how you will handle that situation differently the next time. Nine, manage conflict. You know, see, don't see conflict as a fight or an argument. See it as a way to grow closer to the other person involved. Sometimes out of the most difficult situations, we develop the, the closeness, the, the unity. We, we can learn to do that. You know, dis disagreements happen all the time. They're normal. They're inevitable. But sometimes they can lead to growth. Sometimes they can lead to taking tearing down a wall between two people. See what can be learned in each conflict. Look for a mutual resolution that satisfies both your needs and those of the other party. Build trust with the other parties by seeking common solutions. Obviously, there's a need on one side and a need on yours, and, and they may not initially be obvious what the solution is. But engage the other person. You know, what can we do to make this right? How can we make this better? You know, these are all tools we can use to build our emotional intelligence. And I know for me, I have good days and I have bad days. There are days where I respond rashly. I may blame someone. This wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't have done that. Um, you know, I do that too. But I've learned how important it is for me to reflect before responding, to try to be empathetic with those around me, to listen to them carefully, to really clear my mind, put my phone down and listen, to be accountable for my actions and, and make amends where I did something wrong, to be focused on my goals and committed to them, to praise and compliment those around me when, when it's deserved, to be mindful not of my feelings, but of the feelings of others. I try to learn from my mistakes. And when there's a conflict, I try not to rashly respond with anger or disagreement, but but to listen to the other person and, and, and then say, can I express my views and my feelings? And then say, you know, can we try to fix this together? What would be a solution that would happen? So these are some thoughts on, you know, emotional intelligence. You know, this is a way of growing, of being more successful. It's something we practice, you know, every day, really. It's, it's not something we're ever perfect at. It's not something we'll get 100% on, but is a way of growing and becoming more free. So let me know what you think. Um, thank you so much for listening today. And as always, please be well, be safe, and be free. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Wherever you are listening, if you enjoyed what I shared, please leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate hearing more about what you like best and what topics you might like me to cover in future episodes. If you are interested in experiencing a more fulfilling and a more successful life, please contact me 
at www.garymiles.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me so I can learn more about you, your challenges, and your dreams. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a great rest of your day. Thanks to all of you for your support.